Welcome back to Star Realms Minicast. Paul Solomon here. And uh, today I have a bit of interesting news. Darwin did get back to me. Um, for those that listened in to our interview, I asked him a question about the White Wizard Games Fair exclusive playmat. And if you haven't seen this thing, it's very, very cool. It's mostly kind of red, but it's very bright. And it's got this big ship in the middle of it, um, or like it kind of looks like a base almost. And it's kind of C-shaped, and, in the, and it's got some tentacles going on. And in the middle of that, there's some little maybe fighter ships. It all looks very machine culty, but I don't see any logos. And um, it looks like it's repairing it or something. I don't know. And then there's a bunch of uh, ships kind of flying towards it. It's all very cool. White Wizard Games Fair um, 20. 18 no 2017 i don't know when that happened um exclusive playmat and it's super cool and i asked him uh what is this art what is it from what will it be and he didn't know but he looked it up for me and he said that with the frontiers there's going to be i believe eight cards in there um jumbo sized cards for solo and co-op challenges and this is one of those challenges i think there's maybe four different ones and then you have a solo and a co-op for each this one is called the Automatons. So anybody that has that playmat or will get that playmat know that that is called the Automatons. He did not spoil for us at all um, what that would be, how it would work. Um, but that's going to be the subject of our episode today. We're going to be talking about solo modes for Star Realms and Hero Realms, um, your favorites that you've played, and uh, maybe you have some ideas out there. Question of the daytime. We're talking solo modes today. So the question is, what is your favorite solo mode for Star Realms? What experiences have you had? What have you liked? What have you not liked? Have you made your own? Uh, can you brainstorm a new solo mode that might come out of the Frontiers kit? We know we're going to have, I guess, eight or four, something like that. Um, what about on the Hero Realm side? Have you played the Tybus Guild Lord um, solo mode, which was from their Kickstarter? Uh, it was exclusive. For, I guess it still is, but you can find the rules online and play with that. Um, what about the Hero Realms campaign solo? Any solo experiences you've had, call into the show, leave a message, let me know your thoughts. We'll get back to them. Catch you later. Okay, let's talk solo realms. The base game of Star Realms did not come with any solo compatibility. That came with the Gambits expansion. There were a couple of solo challenge cards in there, the Nemesis Beast and the Pyros of the Dark Star. Um, and we'll be seeing another four in the, I think four or eight, I can't remember exactly how the numbers are working there. Some of them are co-op, some are solo. And uh, in the Frontiers, we'll be getting those. Uh, there's also tons and tons and tons and tons of um, fan-created content on Board Game Geek that can be found and enjoyed thoroughly. I recommend that, and I'll sort of discuss some of that. First, my impressions of the original cards um, from the Gambit set. I So let's talk about how Nemesis Beast works. And most of the Star Realm solo modes work like this. Um, you take your turn as normal, with a couple variations, and then at the end of your turn, you destroy a, you scrap a card from the trade row and flip a new card in its place. And... Um, the faction of the card you scrapped or the faction of the card you flipped, usually flip, I guess, um, triggers a power for the opponent. They'll have a little key that says if you flip blue, they're going to heal a little bit. If you flip green, they're going to do something really heavy attacky, etc. Yellow is going to make you discard whatever. 
Uh, but Nemesis Beast mimics the power curve of the game in the following way. The scrapped cards are going to go in front of it and add to its combat pool round after round. So after five rounds, it does five damage every turn. And after 20, it does 20. And so you can imagine that it's very difficult to survive when you're getting hit, you know, 20 to the face every turn. Um, what I didn't like, honestly, about the Nemesis Beast was that I felt my only way to compete was to go into green um, and just try to kill it fast. Now, that that's I've only played it with base game probably, now that I think about it, and I haven't played it in a while. That may have changed somewhat, um, and maybe I just wasn't that good at the game now. It seems like you could effectively do some base strategy and some heal and maybe just play a straighter game. I haven't really played it in a while. I'd be curious to hear what people, if you like Nemesis Beast much or not. The uh, Pirates of the Dark Star challenge is much the same, except that these cards you scrap don't pull up and add to combat power. I think the powers that you trigger are just more powerful in general. I'm not really sure I remember. It's been a while since I've played them. should also add that these two cards can be found in the... Um, on the app in the in the campaign modes as bosses but I don't I don't think I remember which ones probably the first two campaigns are um, those two but I don't remember uh, much more to say about solos I'll be talking about the modes on board game geek I'll be talking about hero realm solo options in a minute here um, so much to think about but just wanted to start with those two those are really the start of the solo realms possibilities stay tuned for more Now on to Hero Realms for a moment. Hero Realms also did not come with a solo mode in the base box, but um, for the Kickstarter, there was an exclusive uh, called Tybus Guild Orders Solo Challenge. And this is something you could have added to your Frontiers Kickstarter, or you can just find it on BoardGameGeek. Um, it's very similar to the Star Realms solo modes I described, the Nemesis and the Pirates of the Dark Star. But um, as you scrap cards, or maybe you, like, scrap the highest cost card. I can't remember. There's some details. But uh, cards go in front of Tybus Guildlord. And I think if there are champions there, um, you can attack those champions and do damage to them and knock them out of the, the, the uh, Tybus Guildlord's zone, his play area, whatever it's called, uh, which is a really cool way to interact with Tybus. And it's important because... Tybus, uh, it doesn't ramp up Tybus's attack. It just triggers a power, like normal. But if Tybus gets one card of every color in front of his play area, then he triggers a special attack, which I think does 15 damage and is very damaging. Um, on top of his normal, normal turn, 15 damage. So you do that twice in the game, you've probably lost. So you try to keep the heroes out of play, and then you also can use discard powers to remove a card, or base removals, or something like that, um, to remove a card from his play area. And that's really fun. It's just a much better interaction with the, with the, um, with the AI than you get with Nemesis Beast, I think, uh, where a discard would just let you draw and discard a card. So Tybus Guildlord gets my pick for, the, for my favorite um, solo mode card. Uh, but... Hero Realms also has come out with the Ruin of Thandar campaign deck, and this is by far the best way to play a Realms game solo. It's similar to Legendary, though I think it's probably quicker in its setup. 
There are a number of uh, encounters, and um, you can level up your characters and do all kinds of stuff, but the main concept here is that you have a master deck for whichever encounter you're fighting. In the first encounter, you're in a, uh, in a bar fight, and so the things in that deck are like broken tables and chairs, or a charging drunk, or, you know, different things. And when those cards flip, they do uh, trigger a special power, but then a lot of them will also come into your play area, and you won't be able to attack the boss for that round, the master for that round, until you, like, knock that drunk out. And it is just really engaging. Um, each round has twists and turns. There's just so much more happening without a great deal of complexity added. Because in, in all the scenarios I've said before, you just flip a card and resolve it. And the same thing is true here. One extra beautiful mechanism is that... Um, from the master deck, there are five mastery cards fairly evenly spread through the master deck. And when you flip those, it triggers a power but no extra effect until you flip a certain number of them and then the master levels up. This flips their card over. It might increase the powers of their, uh, their flip effects. They're like, you know, card effects. If you flip red, it might do something worse to you. Um, and that's just all really good. It's just super fun. So for any Star Realms player, uh, I definitely recommend checking out the Hero Realms Ruin of Thandar campaign with all five uh, of the character packs. I've played those things through and through, and I plan to just buy everything that they make for that. Super fun. So I think actually Hero Realms gets the uh, win here for best solo mode so far. Um, I'll talk about some more things that may or may not be coming a little bit later on. Stay tuned. Well, I went to uh, Board Game Geek to look at some of the uh, fan-created ones there, uh, solo modes there, and there are a ton, and I, I can't even really survey them all. I definitely recommend you go to Board Game Geek and search the forums for Star Realm solo rules. There's the Replicators, which I know I've played, uh, which is basically a boss card that creates a bunch of little ships in play that do damage to you, uh, which is a neat little mechanism. And then the thing that I remember most was doing like a, a mini campaign mode where you would play a bit against the Nemesis Beast or the Pirates of the Dark Star, but you would, uh, you would have special scenario rules. Like for in the first game, all of the trade fed cards were one cheaper and then if you won, or maybe maybe even if you didn't win, I don't remember, you would get to carry one of the trade-fed cards that you had in your deck over to your next deck. So you could potentially start with command chip in your deck as you headed to the second deck, or second game. And then in the second game, it would be Imperial, uh, Star Empire, that would be one cheaper. And then you could carry one of those over into the next game. And that was pretty fun. It was just, it just I don't know, a little interesting you know, scenario, twist to the game, and it makes for a nice kind of session where you can sit down and play all four or five campaign uh, games in a row, and it's quick enough, and it's fun, and the decks feel a little bit different. I recommend you check that out, but uh, this episode's had plenty on it. I'm going to stop it there. I want to thank people that wrote in on Facebook. Catch you next time, and until then, I will see you on the realms. <laughs>